Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today, listeners, I've got a returning guest. Her name is Nicole Kalidis, and she is a self-love and relationship coach. Welcome, Nicole. Hello, Lynn. Thank you for having me again. You're very welcome. We're very excited today, um, Nicole and I, to talk about all things feminine, feminism, and how that may or may not impact a man's masculinity. And, it, you know, sometimes in the way we behave, we can inadvertently emasculate the men in our lives. So we wanted to discuss this topic, which is very close to my heart. So, Nicole, first of all, um, I'd like to ask you what, what your thoughts are around what it is to be feminine in your words. What it is to be feminine is the ability to drop into your body and feel and soften up and open yourself vulnerably, vulnerably to somebody else. And that can be your girlfriends as well. It doesn't need to be in a romantic relationship only. It's just the ability of deeply connecting with yourself and with your body and being able to share that vulnerability. So that is what feminine to me is. And it's also nurturing at the same time. So it's a combination of things. And, and why do you think it's important for us to educate women how to be more in their natural feminine core energy? The truth is that without that um, connection with yourself and that emotional intelligence, that emotional understanding of yourself, you don't have the map to actually understand others. So it's like a fundamental step of a woman's life, especially if she then later on becomes a mother, to actually understand herself in order to be able to understand others, including her children, for example. And, you know, that's a chain that you create because what we don't heal, we actually pass on it's like a virus we transmit so the thing is without that awareness and understanding of yourself you cannot truly help others especially your children to grow as healthy human beings so I feel that's a huge responsibility as a woman I feel that responsibility deeply yeah me too and I suppose what I've tried to educate women about is that you know sometimes um, what they don't understand is that we all have masculine and feminine energy and it's okay to, to be in our masculine energy um, because, you know, in certain environments, we need to have that masculine energy, such as if we're in a, a threatening situation or in the workplace, we might need to step into that masculine energy to assert authority and get tasks done. Or if we're in a sporting environment, you know, if we need to compete against some other team or person, then it's, it's an, a bonus to be in our masculine energy to access all those traits. But when it comes to our intimate relationships, 
that's when it can become a problem to still stay in our masculine energy, can't it? It becomes a really big issue. Uh, and as you said, masculine energy is very much needed. And thank God we possess both polarities in our lives. And because without it, we wouldn't be able to function on a basic level. Let's just face it. Because as a woman, even just as a mom, you need to do things. You need to have things done in your life. So you need that masculine energy. You need that polarity uh, as well. But at the same time, without that, as you as you said, it's just impossible to really be able to fully express yourself as a woman. So it becomes very damaging in a relationship with others. For example, in a in a dynamic in a couple's dynamic it becomes really toxic because you emasculate the man and you actually create a toxicity between the two of you so it becomes very difficult to have a healthy relationship because you're not accessing that deeper level that you need in order to interact with the man in a healthy relationship yeah, I agree. I've experienced both. Um, when I was in my masculine energy in um, a couple of relationships, I experienced it where that, um, for example, with my marriage, um, made my ex-husband step more into his feminine energy, which I wasn't then attracted to. And I didn't understand this at the time because I didn't have the awareness and knowledge that I have now. So, um, you know, he, he stepped back and more or less allowed me to wear the trousers, which meant, you know, I wasn't was attracted to him because um, I was in, inadvertently emasculating him without even realising that what was happening. And I've also had the other extreme whereby there was a, a, a relationship where the, the boyfriend at the time was very strong in his masculine energy and I was also striving to be strong uh, and exuding my masculine energy and that caused friction, you know, that because he was picking up on that masculine energy and he could feel it. And so that caused arguments and conflict. That is the inevitable result. And also at some point, um, we, we will create that um, situation where, as you said, there is no sexual attraction. Let's just face it for a moment. If a man is in his feminine, the attraction will die because <laughs> it's just how it is. You don't feel sexually attracted to a feminine man. And it's 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 sad how we actually create our own <laughs> health scenario <laughs> by yeah. actually stepping into our masculine in a in a relationship it's just so damaging because we want them to open up emotionally where they're trying to get them to emotionally open up but when they do it actually kills all the relationship because we find ourselves chatting with a girlfriend instead of having a man in front of us so it becomes really damaging in the long run to create that scenario of inverted polarity and being able to for us to drop into our, our feminine and work towards our softness and being able to connect with our emotional world and feeling deeply our emotions and owning them and being able to express them vulnerably that is what actually creates that situation where the man, if he's, if he's a healthy man, let's also say that, um, if he's a healthy man, will step up in his masculine automatically. 
and he will stay in his masculine polarity. He will be actually be able to um, hold the space for us to feel safe and to be in our emotions and be in our feminine. But that requires a healthy man to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not always the case. And, you know, within the uh, energy dynamics, there is always a healthy masculinity and an unhealthy masculine in energy and an unhealthy femininity and a healthy femininity that we can all embrace within ourselves, isn't there? Absolutely. Absolutely. And there is so many different shades as well, because sometimes we think that masculinity is toxic masculinity when actually masculinity is what we desperately need in this world. Like so much. We need men to be able to stand up in their truth. We need men to be able to stand in their own purpose, because a man that is out of his purpose is a man that cannot truly be in his masculine and it all stems from heart he needs to have heart connected first and then step into his purpose but at the same time without that fundamental step of being in his purpose that will be automatically an emasculated man that will not know how to be in a relationship either because he will be unable to stand for himself and stay true to it to himself and you will get lost in the relationship. That's what happens when you're not fully connected to your heart and to yourself and you're not in your truth and your purpose. Yeah, I agree. I think it's important to realise, you know, that the, the traits of a healthy masculine are more that he's the chivalrous one, he's the protective one, he's, he keeps you safe, um, he uh, is, is, is assertive without being controlling, Whereas the unhealthy masculine is, is quite often what we label all men as being, and that's not the case. But, you know, they're the ones it's that not. do exude the, you know, the, the chauvinist traits of being possessive, jealous, controlling, you know, and aggressive, all those sorts of things. And we can also embody those traits as well within us as women. Absolutely. Absolutely. I see that so many times. Women becoming really the toxic masculinity they try to fight so hard by the way which is hilarious yeah, yeah. it's hilarious that they become what they actually want to co to combat and to defeat they become the the epitome the epitome of actually uh, the opposite of what they're trying to achieve because they're like yeah let's destroy patriarchy and then they are actually becoming a new patriarchy in other in another shape <laughs> because they've got this very strong opposition to everything that is actually the feminine, which is what they should be embracing in order to make the change in, in the world that they actually want. Absolutely. And again, you know, for me, when I describe the unhealthy feminine, that is when, you know, uh, and then we can, again, all genders can embody this. And, and the unhealthy feminine is the feminine that is that submissive, subservient, um, victim, needy, desperate energy. And the healthy feminine mm. is the, you know, the, the, the nurturing, the sensual, the flirty, the soft, the graceful energy, isn't she? And, and as I say, both sexes can embody this regardless of um, gender and uh, orientation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And... I feel that the key being when you are in your healthy feminine 
you're you're able to uh, being balanced. You're able to be self-reliant, but at the same time, you're also interdependent. So you are aware that you're not uh, self-standing. You are able to connect deeply with others and you are part of a net around you. So it's not that you're just alone and able to be this independent go-getter, super wonder woman. You are able to embrace the fact that you are able to count on yourself and able to stand on your own and you need the time for yourself but you're also willing and wanting to be part of a net around you and um, that it's key to your well-being as well so you're not just you know no man's an island that's that's a saying that I was referring to you're not just this isolated thing you're actually part of something bigger and you realize that and embrace it absolutely and indirectly what we're actually saying is that it's the polarity of energies and in particular the healthy energies that create the passion the intimacy and the aliveness in a relationship isn't it it's because we can have that passion I suppose in the unhealthy relationships but then you've got that toxicity as well um, where there's that codependency and dysfunctional relationship happening. That is really something heavy to be in. And it just drains you. You know, I feel that you can tell when a relationship is healthy based on how drained you feel. If mm. you feel drained and, you know, unease, you know that the relationship is not a healthy relationship. If you feel that you're expanding and growing as a human being and becoming better in your own skin and you're feeling yourself expanding, that, that's how you know you're in a healthy relationship, a thriving relationship, where probably the polarity is clear, but at the same time, it's it's balanced, it's grounded, it's yeah expanding just simply expanding because I feel that the one thing that we usually think is that um, there is such a thing as perfect relationships and there isn't there isn't a perfect relationship and the struggles that you will have in a relationship even a healthy relationships it's it's key to actually the growth of it Mm. so it's the embracing that struggle and embracing the little things that need adjustment and when there is alignment that will naturally happen isn't it interesting that um my um i suppose experience of people uh well women i should say in particular who describe themselves as feminists um are the most masculine energy women i've ever met that is one of the reasons why I cannot, you know, define myself as a feminist. I will never become or be a feminist, despite me believing in equality between the genders. I believe in equality. Yes, absolutely. But at the same time, I also feel that um, feminism has become this let's turn the tables. 
yeah let's get men into a position of weakness so we can be overriding them you know but we can override the patriarchy and we can override the need of men basically and we and need men yeah and and they, they are women well the majority that I've met um not tying up them all with the same brush but the majority of feminists that I've met that label themselves as feminists are actually in that um masculine energy and uh, are not, and then are not realizing why they're not attracting the relationships that they want in their lives it's because they're the ones that wanting to be in control and and wear the trousers whether that's in a healthy masculine way or an unhealthy masculine way isn't it I feel that when when they are in that state, it's inevitable what they will attract because you're matching vibrationally with that exact uh, outcome. You are in your masculine, whether it's a healthy masculine or even an unhealthy masculine, but you're still attracting a feminine to you. And that can be a healthy feminine guy or an unhealthy feminine guy, which is still same outcome. It's still... A messed up and inverted polarity which will cause you to lose attraction and which will make you feel unhappy also it will make you feel drained because let's face it when I was married I was married for nine years and in that relationship I was wearing the trousers as you said before uh, and I was always in control and I was constantly drained and he was then trying to control in in a toxic way <laughs> but you know it it still didn't work because it's just a very very difficult scenario to keep up in the long run it just drains you it just kills everything it just doesn't allow anything good to fry to thrive out of it so you're just getting into a relationship in that state when you're in your masculine and you inevitably will determine that outcome before even starting the relationship, which is what a lot of people don't really get, that to attract the relationship you want, you need to be what you want. You need to become that person that is the grounded version of yourself. You need to be able to connect with your emotional um, world. You need to be able to drop in that feminine of yours to actually be able to have a relationship with a healthy man in your life. Yeah, I meet so many women, you know, that especially, you know, because we've um, become more independent these days, you know, so that, you know, they're business owners, they're entrepreneurs, they're in the corporate environment that are used to being in that masculine energy in the workplace that don't realize that then, you know, that's the reason because they tend to not understand that they're staying in that masculine energy, that they're, they're not attracting strong masculine male healthy energies in terms of their romantic relationships. No, because they're so used to staying in their masculine that they just carry it on and they just, it just go leaks into everything they do around themselves so they just inevitably will continue in that energy and just create that environment for a relation a romantic relationship and then they will just feel upset because they will find feminine men and the feminine man feels weak to a woman either that or the man that they're attracted to is not attracted to them because they're exuding that masculine energy 
almost oh, definitely, most definitely, like the the powerful uh, dominant man <laughs> will never want uh, a, a masculine woman because that's that's a turn off. It's yeah. like I'm wearing this trousers, woman. You sit at your place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, I, I get a lot of women clients who don't understand why they're not attracting. You know, they want a strong, healthy, masculine energy man that um you know can look after them but yet they're the ones that can't see that, that, that they're exuding that exact energy that's not attractive to that particular man the thing is that if you don't if you don't surrender and surrender meaning not being a weak thing that never uh, puts any boundaries in place or doesn't uh, love herself or anything like that it's not what i mean when i mean surrendering um the thing is, if you don't surrender to the universe and you don't allow the trust to be there, that um, you can stay in your vulnerability, you can stay in your emotions, you are allowed and safe in your own skin. If you can't drop in your body like that, if you can't drop deeply feeling and sensing and connecting with yourself, if you can't do that, you cannot you cannot allow a man to get in touch with his own heart as well so that's that's the problem that's the main reason if you are not open yourself you cannot allow a man to connect with you and the thing is about us women we are powerful creatures we are very powerful creatures we are literally a portal. We are a living and breathing portal. We are the, por- the portal for children to come through. We are the ones that carry from spirit into the physical 3D world, a soul. And we are also the portal to a man's heart. We are the way through. They can actually connect to their own hearts. Because our softness will allow that to happen. Our being open and receptive and receiving and uh, appreciative and soft in our own core for ourselves, not for a man, Mm. but for ourselves. That's what actually creates the opportunity for a man to be able to connect to his own heart. And that, so, like you say, is, is not about weakness or being submissive or subservient, is it? It's, it's about be, being strong within your own feminine core self and, and happy with your who you truly are, you know. Yeah. You're the best version of you in your in your strong feminine self is, is so powerful. And women don't actually realise the power they've got when they're in that energy. No, they don't. And the thing is that, when you envision strong, you imagine somebody flexing a muscle. You imagine that masculine power. When actually our strength doesn't come from there. Our real true strength comes from the openness and ability to connect with our hearts. Is that love that we have got inside that we just need to allow to be seen and heard and felt by others. And to begin with ourselves, we need to be able to connect with that love for ourselves and for others 
to begin with. And once that is done, then you can trust that you're always taken care of and you're safe in the world, in your own skin. And then it's easy for you to be able to connect with others as well on a, on a more deeper level. It's just natural because you're familiar and at home with yourself, with your own emotions, with your own emotional world. You're able to express it without fear of judgment from others. You're content in that feeling of openness. You, you're, you're receptive, you're radiant, you're sharing your energy. You're not in fear of losing anything. You're not scared for your own safety. You're no longer in that vibration of fight or flight. You're open. Mm. Yeah. You're allowing energy to flow through you and in you. And that's what's so attractive, isn't it, to a healthy masculine man? You know, so if you're finding yourself that you're um, not attracting the men that you're attracted to, it might be because you're, you know, exuding too much masculine energy and he's not attracted to that. And don't think, you know, that I have um, with previous clients had them say that, oh, I don't I don't want to be seen as as, as, as weak or a, a, a dumb bimbo and no it's not that men are attracted to that you know that's that's a false misconception you know it's not about dumbing yourself down or or looking weak it's about you being in your true natural feminine power absolutely and another thing about weakness for a long time i felt that being vulnerable was weakness so that was a huge misconception because there isn't a, there isn't anything as powerful as being vulnerable because the very act of being vulnerable and sharing your heart with somebody is a true act of courage because it's taking all of your barriers that we all naturally have around our hearts taking them all down and exposing what is behind it and showing that to another human being, which requires a huge act of, act of courage. And when you do that, you do that deliberately. Mm. And this is true power. That is true power is not only owning what is behind those walls, but is owning fully as well the act of sharing it with somebody else and knowing full well that that person can slam it, can destroy that, that vulnerable gift that you're offering. They can destroy it in one word. But yeah. you still choose to do that because you trust that something good, no matter the outcome, will come out of it just for the act of being true to yourself. And that is already something worth doing for, worth doing it for. Definitely. And I think there has to be a caveat a little bit on that and that sometimes you have to use your discernment because if you are in a toxic, unhealthy relationship already, obviously that isn't probably a safe environment to share your vulnerability. But certainly if that isn't the case, you know, and you do feel that you're with a good man or potentially in a relationship with a good man then you know that's the time that you know it's good to 
you know, step into your feminine power and exude that vulnerability, isn't it? I think that no matter the relationship you're in, you know, being your vulnerable self and sharing is good for yourself in the first place. So just as an act of being true to yourself, it's always important to you do that. The outcome changes. So if you're doing it in an unhealthy relationship, for example, you're sharing your vulnerable self and you're sharing your feelings. The person will not get it. The person will actually react and will not be able to sustain your emotional um, share. When it's in a healthy relationship, the man will actually be able to sustain it and hold space for that share. So it's the outcome that changes. And ultimately, the choice is always in you to see that the, the other person in the unhealthy relationship cannot sustain your emotional share. And, you know, continuously in, in different situations, of course, you don't do that like first time around. You didn't listen to me. This is unhealthy. This is toxic. I'll leave you. It's not <laughs> like that. No. <laughs> you know, if you see that this is a pattern in a relationship and the outcome is always the same, that you the, the other person gets triggered and reactive and unable to welcome an emotional share, then this is definitely a toxic situation. And it's not a healthy thing to stay. On the other side, you will see a man responding to you completely different. You will see a man listening and holding that space and changing his behavior as a result if something has hurt you in the past. Yeah. So uh, trying to address it through doing, um, that is what the masculine is best at doing because because that's, that's what the masculine truly is. It's like, I'll change the situation. Um, I'll change the environment to create a safe container for my feminine. Absolutely. The masculine is all about the doing and the action, isn't it? And uh, the feminine is all about the being and the feeling. Absolutely. And this is what we're called to be again, because in this moment and time in history, we definitely need to rebalance our polarities in order to, to be the strong units we need to be in this world because we need to be that. Our world desperately needs that polarity to be back in place. There is so much confusion about being a woman and a man nowadays that we, we lost our essence we, we lost it. We are so lost. This is so sad because we are so lost. And, and think, we don't even know how to get back to balance. And I think a lot of it has happened on the back of feminism because, you know, um, the feminist movement, although it, it initially was all about equality, which obviously both you and I fully support and believe in, you know, that Absolutely. you know it is only fair that we all have equal opportunities. And that's the word that that needs to be contained in this equality is about equal opportunities isn't about being the same as men you know men are exactly. not hairy women are they <laughs> no thank god not thank god not men are amazing you know healthy men are gifts they're absolute treasures and they are the one thing that will keep the world going as it should be you know 
they are the ones that will create the safe environment for a new earth to be birthed. So we need healthy men and we need strong men. Mentally, not just physically, we need mentally strong men. We need that. Absolutely, 100% agree. But I think, you know, what what started, I suppose, um, relationships becoming a bit more toxic as um, generations have gone on or... Uh, I feel it has been the education around um, being more gender neutral rather than having that polarity. And and because we've been educated and parented to be more gender neutral on the back of it being perceived that we need to be the same as men rather than, you know, embracing our differences, um, then the polarities got narrower and narrower to we're almost gender neutral which means that, you know, there isn't any polarity anymore. And um, so relationships are basically flatlining and are are dead because there's no aliveness, there's no passion, there's no um, polarity and uh, There is just this, it feels a bit, I've seen so many relationships that are actually like, they are branded as healthy relationships but they're, as you said, gender neutral. So they are like, yeah, we're equal in the relationship. We're part, our partnership is equal, but that also means that there is no real connection. There is real no um, spark. There is really no passion. There is just this kind of agreement that we are in a relationship and we carry on our roles uh, as partners, but there isn't really that, real deep intimate bond and that real deep connection at the base of it and don't let me start on the gender neutral thing because that's 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 something (laughs) that really ah doesn't sit well with me I don't believe in gender neutral at all I feel that that's that's actually the opposite of what feminism should have been (laughs) yes I agree you know, I think it's just got misunderstood over time. And, uh, you know, instead of us understanding it's all around um, equal opportunities rather than trying to educate people, men and women to be the same as each other, we're not the same, we're not physically the same, we're not, we're not emotionally the same, we, we don't we're think the same, we don't be the behave same. We're the not, same. We're not wired the same way. Like, we're just not wired. If you if you take a man and you take a woman, you put them one some one next to the other you will never see them see things at the same way Mm. like they will give you completely different description of the same exact scene in front of or the same picture because they will notice different things in a different way (laughs) because we are ultimately different and for a very good reason because we are complementary yes this is the purpose of our differences. We are complementary. What I don't see, you see. What I can't do, you can do. And we are designed in a perfect way for this exact purpose because together we are the strongest unit alone and the separation that they've created between men and women and the war that has been instilled in us between us is exactly what keeps us weak. Mm, I agree. And this is the truth about it. You need to be feminine for yourself because that's our your natural state of alignment. And men need to be in their masculine because that is their natural state of alignment. 
Yeah, and that doesn't mean you can't ever use your masculine energy if you're a woman or you can't ever use your feminine energy if you're a man, but it's knowing when it's appropriate, isn't it, in the in the circumstance exactly. at the time. Absolutely. For a woman, the being safe is the condition to be in their feminine. If they're not feeling safe with a man or in themselves, they cannot stay in their feminine. They will automatically switch into their masculine. When it comes to men, the moment that they are not uh, able to stay in their masculine is because they are in their insecurities. They are needing the external validation and they're kind of manipulating things in order to get that validation. And that's when they are in their feminine. Yeah, And that means that they are not secure in themselves and they're not able to stand in their masculine because they're still working on their own insecurities. I just think it's so sad, that, you know, in the name of equal opportunities that we've been educated more to be gender neutral. And, um, you know, and this is creating a situation where we might as well be gender neutered because we're all operating in this middle masculine feminine zone mix of energies, which is neither you know one thing or the other and therefore you know a lot of relationships are lacking that passion that intimacy and fulfillment that we're all craving and we're not understanding why that is it's because there's no polarization of energies anymore exactly that's exactly the thing without the polarization there can't be that depth because you can't truly connect with yourself to begin with Because if you were really connected to yourself, it would be automatic to be in that state of alignment with your polarity, with your natural polarity. And that's what it is at the end of the day. It just is that. And we women, we've been educated since very early childhood to be that go-getter. You need to make things happen for yourself. You need to be independent. You need to never rely on anybody. You need to do this and that. You need to achieve. You need to perform. And... Let's just face for a moment, even sexually in porn, for example, we are depicted as performers. We need to perform in that specific way to please a man. That's another way of getting us out of alignment because the very purpose of sexuality is to feel. Mm. (laughs) So that's another big, big detachment from what the essence of the feminine really is. So if you're not allowed to feel because you're busy performing, what will happen? You won't enjoy sex. No. That's a chore. Yeah. It's a chore. The feminine energy is all about receiving, isn't it? It is. And if you are performing, you're giving in the first place. And in the second place, you are in a place of needing the validation. So you're acting to get the validation and in that space you're not able to actually feel yourself you you've created a disconnection between your mind your heart your body and in that way guess what happens you don't like sex how weird is that and that's Mm. how you create that scenario where relationships are not passionate they're not full of intimacy because you are disconnected from yourself you are performing, you are in a chore mode. It's like, okay, yeah, we need to schedule this sex thing at nine o'clock at sat- on Saturday because, you know, <laughs> the man happy and we need to do this because it's 
what is supposed to be happening. And this is a chore. It's no longer, it's no longer a way to connect with somebody. It's a performance, a chore you need to perform. It's so sad. It is. It really is. So let's hope that you know, more of our conversations, Nicole, can uh, educate more. Because I know my, my audience is predominantly women and uh, educate more women to, to understand you know, their own true feminine essence and become and be more of that. We need that. As a collective, we definitely need to find alignment within and we need to find alignment to our true essence. And that's not just for the collective, it's for ourselves to begin with. Because in in that way, all of our relationships, not just romantic, romantic relationships, they will all thrive because every time I've got two boys personally, and every time I drop in my feminine and I show my emotions to my children and I explain them my feelings, they actually are able to connect with me on a deeper level. And the intimacy that creates is the very essence of the bond that I'm trying to create with my boys and that I would love one day for them to be able to hold space for with a woman that they will choose to be with. So this is all very much uh, not just for ourselves, for the collective, but it's also for ourselves. It's, it's just so intertwined and so connected because everything is us and we are everything. So we are ultimately souls experiencing a human experience but we are souls we're not just a body so we are all connected and we are one at the end of the day so we need that uh, that flow to be happening for a better world to be there absolutely let's hope that um you know this sort of information is more integrated in the school education system and and also um you know around parental skills as well to enable relationships to flourish better in the future. We need definitely a new system of education. The, the education system is quite screwed, if you ask me. Uh, and pardon my French, but this this is how I feel. This is, I feel the education system is completely messed up and needs complete rebuilding. Because what we are doing currently is what we used to do a hundred years ago. And nothing has changed in the way we actually teach children what we're ch- teaching children either. So it's only about basic stuff to keep them busy. But at the end of the day, we're not really teaching them what really needs to be done in life. The real skills, we're not teaching kids how to actually grow as human beings uh, and fulfill their own purpose, for, for example. Boys are not taught that they've got a purpose that they need to actually pursue in life. And that's one of the keys that is fundamental to human nature. If you don't have a purpose, you're just lost. You're going in circles. You don't even know what you're doing with your life. You yeah. just exist. Yeah, these life skills are so important. And let's hope, you know, that governments around the world are starting to realise that, you know, the value of introducing life skills, not, not only around relationships and then how to build healthy relationships, but other, you know, life skills that are important to our health and you know, like you say, that success mindset. I feel that governments are very much aware of it. It's all by design that this is the system. Yeah, keep the masses down. <laughs> exactly. Control that way. Yeah. There Absolutely. That 
we've always been in an abusive relationship and we didn't know it (laughs) so nicole any final words for our listeners before we close the episode i would really like you to find a moment to connect with your body right now and feel deeply grateful for what is in your life and just if you've got nothing to be happy for today I would like you just to take a deep breath in and feel grateful for just being, for just existing in this very moment in time, in space. Because just the ability to be here right now is the opportunity to have a better future and a better present moment. So never let that slip away from your mind because every moment is the moment you can choose to make a better choice for yourself and change your life the way you want it to be. Excellent. Love that, Nicole. Thank you so much. Um, What would be the best contact information you could share with the audience should anybody want to get in touch with you? Um, I definitely think that Facebook would be the greatest place to get in touch with me. Um, I'm having some difficulty with my personal page apparently but uh definitely my business page is always available nicole k Kalidis, um self-love and relationship coach so you will find me there excellent thank you again nicole it's been a fascinating conversation been very aligned with what you've been talking about today and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it thank you so much for having me lynn and it's amazing to connect with a beautiful soul like yours Thank you so much. And on that note, I will just leave listeners with true love starts with opening our hearts. And until next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.